Sai Ram. You're listening to Sai Soul 100, a weekly podcast series with soul, where stories of unconditional love shared by devotees of Bhagavan Sri Satya Sai Baba in celebration of his 100th birthday. We invite you to listen in on these motivational stories of his constant loving presence in devotees' lives. Offered at his lotus feet by the Sri Satya Sai International Organization USA, Mid-Atlantic Region. Welcome to Sai Soul 100. Sai Ram, dear listeners, welcome to Sai Soul 100. Our guest today is Brother Hemant Watwani, who is joining us from Elmwood Park, New Jersey. He'll be sharing his story of how Swami guided him into the path of service and the power of love. Sairam, Brother Hemant, thank you for joining us today. Sairam, Sister Piraba, thank you for having us here today. Thank you. Please share your story. Sure. Uh, Om Sai Ram, everybody. Just a little bit about myself and my journey. Born in New York City, uh, raised in New Jersey, and came from a very spiritual family. Our, our families were very involved with the first Hindu temples and Dharmic centers and in New York, New Jersey area. So spirituality has always been in our genes, in our family, and, and I would say it's been a journey of uh, love, compassion, service, uh, watching my parents, watching my grandparents, watching our family members. And so how I got introduced to the Saifold really is, I would say, through osmosis, being born into a spiritual family, but many, many, many Sai devotees uh, or Sai centers are around the world were run by family members, Indonesia and places like Hong Kong, so whenever whenever we traveled, we always used to meet cousins, relatives who were very strong Sai devotees. And so I would say just by osmosis, being around them, that over the years, just naturally, I evolved into the Sai. But I, I, I really got in more involved uh, after my college years. You know, when, when I started working, started becoming an entrepreneur. And, and, you know, looking for the right company and friendship and, and, uh, and basically how I, I gravitated to, towards the Manhattan Sci Center in New York City. At that time, this was about the year 2000 at uh, Sci Devotee's house, Hal Hanek, who was very senior and really uh, nurtured the Manhattan Center for many years. But his home was always open to the young adults for meetings. It became a meeting ground, a staging ground uh, for for young adults all across you know, New York City. So, you know, just having one or two friends in that fold that used to go to the young adults meetings, one of them randomly said, hey, I'm doing Seva, picking up food regularly uh, and dropping off at different homeless shelters. Would you like to join me? Would you like to join me for the young adults meetings? And that and that was my first uh, taste in, into the and into the whole young adult movement, into the whole Sai movement, into the whole Seva movement. And from there, it uh, progressed, you know. You know, Baba always says unity is purity. So we always had a strong sense of unity amongst the young adults at that time. So I think that unity is purity and that friendship and having that good company and association, uh, that, that further strengthened 
my involvement in, in the cyber, especially as a young adult. You know, these are your formative years right after college and and having a good group of friends or still lifelong friends after 20 years today. That was the first seed of, of Seva with the Sai Young Adults. What I became most well-known for in, in, in the community eventually through Swami's grace was a young adult got me involved with a particular Seva in Harlem. It was a Narayan Seva. There were so many challenges and, and you could feel Swami's presence and every step of the way. You know, there would be times where in the morning somebody would be would call out uh, sick or emergency happen, and even even all like all your volunteers, you know, within a twenty four hours would say, "I'm not available, not available." But somehow you send out a mass email, and then within three hours you have you have a new cook, four or five servers that come, and and new energy just comes in, you know. And it never failed me, and the uh, the power of faith to keep on going and not give up. So. You could see Swami's hand in everything, you know, that was going on. So, th so that particular seva really evolved as a partnership, not only with with our own side community, but we we got it. It became an experiment of unity of faith. We served outdoor in front of a, a very uh, uh, Christian church called First First uh, Corinthian Baptist uh, Church. Uh, and then uh, we used to get people from all walks of life, all around the world, come in and serve. There are people in the community that used to just come in and say, can we help? And, you know, people from the church community, people just random strangers. And I always had a welcoming feeling. So, you know, I said, yeah, let's get them involved. Let's get them up. And then today they have become people who live in that community, have become lifelong friends. They call up, they check on you. They were not from the disciple. Now they have a deep understanding of Swami. They they do greet us even with Sairam whenever they meet us. These are disabled veterans. These are ex-prisoners. These are disadvantaged youth. So you can see the power of love, right? So so Seva, you know, is, is you know breaks down all barriers. It breaks down all all preconceived uh, notions. And and it really is, you know, it's not service to man, it's, it's it's service to God, as Swami says, right? So, you know, we think that uh, we're helping them initially when we start Seva, right? But they're really helping us. They're really uplifting us to see the divinity within ourselves and helping us see the divinity in them too. And all our stereotypes break down, you know, and the communities, they protect you, you know, like, you know, they say Dharma protects those who protect you. So we, we would be in the worst neighborhoods of Harlem, but then you would see this divine protection of people always coming, people in the community that understand the community. They used to know how to talk to people in the community. You know, I always felt this huge divine protection, you know, whenever we would go into those neighborhoods. Baba says, why fear when I am here? So a lot of love was given by the community a lot of you know they saw the love that we were giving and so it just naturally just raised the vibrations in the community so you know it's interesting because some of the stories you know they make you understand truth about what's going on in the neighborhoods you know satya is truth when we do our seva you begin to understand the truth of what they're going through you know they don't have the same family structures that we have there's a lack of unity in in the families 
and and when when they come to us and seva they they really are looking you at you as their family and they they would they would look forward to that once you know we used to do a weekly on a wednesday they were really the volunteers especially who had no family used to really look forward to coming and 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 i began you know the self realization the divine realization came about that we were their family we were their only thing that they really looked forward to in that that week you know they looked at me as their only brother or sister they looked at us as a safe group as their family so we can never underestimate the power of of love that we give them and like how it can really transcend a greater transformation for them but even a, a realization that wow you know like they have no father they have no brother they have no you know people but when they come you are their family you know so it's it's uh and and we have to hold that sacred but i really understood that a lot of the folks uh, who were needy there was no difference in their intellectual level between me and me and them the breakdown of community or breakdown of family you know has has created that lost opportunity but it it, it really really what that, that transcends to is a loss of self confidence so i you know some of the volunteers i used to see that they have certain skills uh, you know there's one disabled veteran chris 20 years religiously came to us every Wednesday. We shared a dosa the first time and he broke down every single ingredient in that dosa. You know, this was an American gentleman. Then I said to Chris, you belong in the kitchen. Every week I just told him, you belong in the kitchen. And then he started cooking. I gave him that self-confidence. And within 2 years he became my cook, <laughs> you know, at the same. It seems like he came in looking for family. and as a result you were able to see his talent and his uh, uh skill sets and ended up getting self confidence and a role in this whole entire service not just as a attendee but as a active participant uh, in in providing the service for others yeah that's correct and now he says i want to be an entrepreneur i want to go out there and cook i want to like to take that to the next level you know cannot underestimate you know uh our power that we can instill on others and that leadership when i saw his leadership skills this was a gentleman you know who was a sergeant in the army you know who had tremendous leadership skills i mean more than 30 years ago but because of the way the system worked and and you began to understand the the system of like when they returned from from duty they were not given you know benefits and you started to under understand the truth how homelessness started it is where people that were well trained and and he himself you know opened up one day and said I was on the streets I was homeless I I'm here because I was homeless so you begin to even understand and develop that feeling as well you know about the truth of their journeys and then the sacrifice they've had to make so it it's truly a transformation I you know and this is not the only one you know we have an ex prisoner who was in prison for over 40 years and day one when he came out of prison he he began to serve with us and his name is Otis Johnson a very well known figure in in the Harlem community and the reason 
he began to serve with us because we had a dedicated volunteer within the community, Gary Ashby. And Gary said, I am serving here because I'm an Otis Johnson in prison. <laughs> so he says he's a father-like figure to me. And I said, interesting, when was the last time you met him? He goes, nine years ago in prison. So Swami now led me on a journey. I said, uh, would you like to meet him? I said, where is the prison? You know, He said, four and a half hours away from here in upstate New York. Otis uh, used to write to Gary, please do community service. Please train the youth. Please do this. So since we were the only real presence in that neighborhood that Gary gravitated to represent the ideals, it was on a Sunday and I brought Gary to meet his mentor. It was the first time I entered a maximum security prison. And what I understood there, this is where truth begins to manifest. All I saw was women and children visiting you know, their loved ones, you know, and it was four and a half hours away from New York City. So if someone commits a crime, they have to drive four and a half hours to see their loved one on the weekend. So you can see the separation of family happening right there. And you can understand why there's a breakdown of morality and, and dharma, you know, because the family now is, is broken down. Uh, you know, what what's interesting about this journey when I went to go see Otis Johnson uh, with Gary in prison. Not only did I reconnect him to his source of love and his inspiration, but you know he also revealed to me I didn't commit the crime <laughs> that 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 you know I'm here in prison for for forty years, you know, and and so that that began even another journey of truth for for me. And you know I I got some slight young adults and lawyers and friends start looking into his case, and we're 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 still documenting his case and understanding his truth to clear his name of his exoneration. So you begin to understand now of the system of what happened at that time in 1975 with the criminal justice system. You begin to understand how prisons work. You begin to understand how the breakdown of family and how unity is so important. Unity in family, unity in community, unity and diversity and friendship. And we have many now Cy Young adults who have gravitated toward this story, understanding his truth, wanting to help. You know, we all go to college, we all get degrees, but we don't get that real world experience that we're through people's lives. And really, this is like true education. It's in the journeys of these lives that you really understand truth. And you know, I'll give you another even third example. I had a we have a dyslexic youth. That, that always used to come and serve with, with us. You know, he came to us at the age of like 14, 15 years old. So his mother brought him there. And then one fine day, he says, my mother passed away. But, you know, I saw this journey of him. Both his parents died young, then his grandmother, then his, then his aunt. You know, they all died young. And it was like, I was seeing this journey of this young adult who was not, you know, from the cycle, but from the community. And then I was to compare his journey and my journey as a, as a young adult. And I'm seeing the hardship that he's gone through, but then always come with a smile at Seva every Wednesday because we were his family, you know, even though he was losing, he lost so many relatives and, you know, it's lifestyle, it's health, vitamin, come to my graduation. But what, what I, what I found is he was not, you know, when he graduated, he was not put in the traditional high school path. Was put in an alternative path, and he's like, and then he always, and again, this is where Swami's words of self confidence, you know, come about. 
he always used to have this like you know i'm dyslexic i'm not good enough i'm like this then one fine day he he came to me and said you know i have a real desire i want to drive i want to get my driving license yes and i was like okay you know and and if he's saying okay i have this disability always in his mind i had this disability right it was put in the in into his mind through the system it was in and, and and then one fine day, you know, simultaneously, a friend of mine came to me, uh, who also came to the Seva. Hey, I'm starting a tutoring company. I said, can you do me a favor? Can you, you know, you need clients, you know, you know, we have this young adult who needs to pass the, uh, you know, young adult from the, from the Harlem community that needs to pass the driving test, the written test. Can you tutor him? Can you give him the self-confidence to pass this exam? So this was right before COVID, you know, and on his first shot after maybe 10 tutoring lessons, he passed it on the first shot. So, you know, in flying colors, you know. So, but again, you sit down, you give people love, you give them the attention, you help them with that self-confidence, you know, and saying you can pass it, you put it in your mind, you know. And, you know, it's just uh, that feeling of knowing and seeing these examples in real life, uh, how we can change people. But it, it changes us and our perception that people tell you they have something wrong with them and they believe it. Don't believe it, you know, you know, have somebody work with them, have somebody hold their hand. Get them out of that feeling they cannot do, but they can do it and develop that self-confidence and leadership. There are so many journeys and, and experiences of, of through Seva that that Swami has taught us, you know, just incorporating the the values, there's really a deeper truth in all of it, you know. Like don't believe all the falsehood that and the stereotypes and things that we're fed into our mind, you know. And we're 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 constantly in the society fed so many things to believe and program with media and social media and all. But go into the real world, experience your truth, experience through seva, through love, through through devotion, through service, and do it young as a young adult. Don't don't wait. Don't say I'm retired and I want to give time now. Seva is sacrifice. If we can sacrifice two hours a month, you know, 12 times a year, that's 24 hours equals one day, you know. And he just always said, if we can find 24 hours in, in, in a year, we're giving one day of our life to save. And that, as a young adult, we have to minimum give one, one day in our life to save. You know, are we, are we meeting that test? Yeah, yeah. So... That is so beautiful. Uh, so, Brother Hamad, you know, just really listening to your journey um, and, the, and the insight that you've developed because of this journey that Swami has blessed you with is actually really inspiring. I've been sitting here listening and I'm just feeling so touched and inspired and deeply connected to Swami because of the way he's guiding you. And you've kind of mentioned many times that it's really the power of love and that service does break down barriers 
right? And they're not just statements, but they really are true. And you, with, as a result, made lifelong friends within the young adults community that you originally started this with, as well as the community that you actually serve. And, and, and you've gotten a lot more out of it and many uh, members' stories that you shared, which is really, really powerful. And for people who are not in that setting, to be able to hear it and to recognize there's more to it out there than what we hear in the media or anywhere else. So thank you for being that voice for these folks who really need it. Thank you. Sairam, dear listeners, thank you for listening to Sai Soul 100. If you'd like to receive notifications of upcoming Sai Soul 100 stories, please subscribe to Sai Soul 100 channel and click on the bell. You have been listening to Sai Soul 100 with Brother Hemant Watwani. I am Prabha Swaminathan. Until next time, Jai Sai Ram.